Hi, my name is Jonathan Ilitsky, and I'm here today because I've had a recurring nightmare, and I want to share that nightmare with all of you. I dream that I'm at an emergency department. It's a normal day, and I start walking down the corridor. Then I notice something. All the patients, old and young, have chest pain. So I go to a pile of ECGs and I start looking through them. And that's when it hits me. I can't see any complexes. All I see are squiggly lines. I can't assess these. I can't assess for ACS. The panic grows, the anxiety wells up in my stomach, and that's when I realize this is how it feels to be an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> I look at the ECGs again, I look carefully, and a wave of relief washes over me. I realize, no, I haven't become an orthopod. It's just that every single patient here has a pacemaker. And I feel a bit better. I do. But then again, it strikes me. I don't know what to do. How should I assess these ECGs? What should I do? What would you do? You could um, do an ultrasound of the heart. Look for regional hypokinesia. Yeah, that's a great idea. So doing an ultrasound, we can look for hypokinesia that's new and due to ACS. And that's why guidelines often recommend us to do an echo if the ECG is inconclusive. But it can often be difficult to distinguish weird movements due to a pacemaker from novel hypokinesia due to ACS. Any other ideas, suggestions? <laughs> take troponins and wait. Yeah. So we do take troponins on all these patients. That's a great suggestion. Uh, and if there is something, it will be elevated. Uh, the challenge is that it can often take a long time until we see an elevation. And our guidelines recommend us to use CR markers for low-risk chest pain, and that it shouldn't delay time to reperfusion. What about calling a friend? So that's actually a great suggestion. For this next part, I actually need help from someone. So would you mind coming up here on stage? <laughs> you can go to the, the audio guy. He'll give you a microphone. Everyone, please give him a round of applause. Hi. Hello. Welcome. What's your name? My name is Alex. Welcome, Alex. So, what kind of doctor are you? Uh, I'm a musician. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's really good. So, um, <laughs> very carefully planned, as you understand. For this next part, I've told you all about my recurring nightmare. What I haven't told you is that in the new guidelines from the ESC, the first line treatment for nightmares is actually music. So would you want to help me with something? Sure. Uh, if you go to the, uh, over there, you'll find a guitar. So... Could you find some kind of a good tune? Yeah. Something like, yeah, something like more modern. Mm -hmm. uh, 
maybe just a bit more, a bit more classical? Something that everyone in here knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. We're getting there. We're getting there. Just tone down the country. Tone it down to zero. Less country. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I think I know what you want. Yeah, I, I recognize this. It's... Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Something's buzzing. 
on Spotify, and yes, he does concerts. <laughs> now, before we end, we have a very special guest who would like to say a couple of words. I am very proud to present the creator of the Scarbossa Criteria, Dr. Elena Scarbossa. Hello, everyone. I'm Elena Scarbossa. I hope my accent is not too distracting. It's from Argentina. We uh, developed the ECG criteria for the diagnosis of acute myocardial infarction in the presence of a ventricular paced rhythm many years ago. The study was published in the American Journal of Cardiology in uh, 1995, and uh, subsequently many authors have uh, retested our criteria in different uh, populations, usually emphasizing the fact that our criteria are not highly sensitive and are not uh, good to rule patients out. Um, basically viewing the glasses half empty. And uh, the problem of uh, patients with chest pain and pacemakers is still a current one. There was an analysis on 300 of these patients um, published recently that uh, found that most uh, that these patients have a significantly longer time to treatment and that their uh, unadjusted mortality is really high. So what's the best approach when we uh, receive one of these patients uh, with ordered troponins, which may or may not be uh, back in time to, for decision-making? We um, can order or perform an echocardiogram, which may or may not be uh, informative. And uh, sometimes we can inhibit the pacemaker, but that's not usually uh, feasible. So we concentrate on the admission ECG or on subsequent ECGs. And if we do identify the Escarbosa um, criteria, then we can feel authorized to treat the patient because our criteria are highly specific. They are good to rule patients in. And in that sense, we can view the glass as half full. Thank you, Jonathan, and you all have a great uh, rest of the meeting. So, thank you, Elena. Thank you, Alex. And thank you all for your precious time. <laughs>